The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the great Pacific Northwest. Hopefully you're all staying cool out there. Uh, maybe you've seen a, or heard, noticed a little bit of a theme in our radio show th today. I'm usually not the most optimistic of all the radio personalities on the radio, but today I'm I'm finding a way to be a little bit more optimistic about what, uh, it, mostly it's just to sort of teach the lesson of we don't, nobody knows how to predict the short-term movements of markets. And it's really funny to Josh and I. So we obviously have a re relatively large client base and we have clients, all sorts of clients, if you, as you can imagine. Um, and we get calls uh, from these people. And some of them call us knowing the, with absolute certainty, they know what's going to happen in the future. Like it, it is, they, they have no question in their mind about what's going to happen in the short term with the U.S. economy and the stock market. And uh, when we start getting those calls, usually when markets are bad, um, you know, we know what to do. And that's to load up on stocks. But it's just always crazy to us because, you know, we have a lot of information or a lot of market movements in the relatively short history going back to 2020 and COVID. Um, so much evidence of how impossible it is to try to time markets because if you were given all of the data um, over the last three years um, about what you should be doing in stocks, you would have done the worst thing you could do as it relates to investing in the stock market. And so it's just so abundant. Like when we talk about this stuff the, and these clients, like when they are, call us with like an absolute certainty in, in last November about what's going to happen with the stock market and then the exact opposite happens like it, it doesn't register to them and it boggles our minds. And so to say that markets are efficient, obviously they're not because we live it every single day. So uh, here's, here's another example. Um, this goes back to the run on the banks uh, we saw this spring. Uh, but you wouldn't know it by looking at the S&P 500's return this year, but there was obviously a mini panic in the banking sector. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it was mini. It seems to me that it was pretty big because we saw the second – third and fourth largest bank failures in U.S. history uh, this spring. And if somebody had told you that we would have seen second, third and fourth largest bank failures in the first half of the year, you would probably assume the stock market would be sharply lower. But instead, the pain was limited to the regional banking sector. The KRE was down 29 percent. Uh, but the broad market, the S&P is up over 17 percent. NASDAQ's triple Q is up uh, over 40 percent. And so, again, if I told you we we're going to have a banking crisis where we'd see the second, third, and fourth largest bank failures in U.S. history, most people would say stocks are down. Guess what? Not even close to down. And so another example of all of you that are so sure, uh, uncertain about what's going to happen because so-and-so's in the White House or so-and-so's your governor, you need to turn that off in your, in your head because we have clients that are really successful and they're successful because they turn that noise off in their head. They certainly have opinions, like Josh and I have opinions, but we don't try to predict short-term movements in markets. Okay, let's talk about the SECURE Act 2.0 because it definitely has ramifications uh, for your financial life. Uh, the first one in Secure Act 2.0 is there's new rules for all of you that are in the required minimum distribution phase of life, meaning that have to take money out of your qualified retirement plans. Uh, they're delaying the start, so uh, new provisions in Secure Act 2.0 uh, means that you can start taking your RMDs at 73 now. Um, that age is going to rise to 75 by 2023. So um, you still have to start taking RMDs, but it used to be 70 and a half, then it went to 72, and now it's 73. So 
for those of you, I mean, if you're already taking your RMD, you have to keep taking it. But, uh, uh, but the new rules say that you can now wait to 73 to tar- start taking required minimum distributions. They've also reduced the penalty. So the penalty for not taking your RMD used to be 50% of the distribution um, if you didn't take your RMD. That now uh, is 25%. So it's still not fun if you had to take if you had if you didn't take your RMD, you still have to pay 25%. Um, but you, it, that penalty will drop to 10% for those who take the necessary RMD and submit a tax return reflecting it um, within a specified correction window. So if you acknowledge that you messed up and you and you fix it, it, the penalty goes down to 10%. It used to be 50% no matter what, whether you acknowledge it or not. Um, you know, uh, also uh, the waived Roth 401k account. So. Um, bringing them in line with Roth IRAs, you don't have to take an RMD from a Roth 401k, uh, which is the same as a Roth IRA. Um, so that's good news as part of Secure Act 2.0. Um, broader qualified charitable dis- uh, charitable donations. So QCD is a qualified charitable distribution. Um, there, are, you can now uh, donate up to a hundred thousand dollars to a qualified 501c3 charity directly from your RMD, uh, from your IRA. I mean, and you uh, don't have to pay. Taxes on There's that. always been sort of that discrepancy too. Like, they I don't know when this the original genesis of this was they didn't update the qualified charitable distribution rules. So like, after you turn seventy and a half, you can technically make a qualified charitable distribution even if you're not required to actually take an RMD. So remember that for those of you that were giving money to charity anyway, uh, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, because you don't have to pay taxes. Um, so. Uh, Supersized catch-up contributions, defined uh, contribution participants between the ages of 60 and 63 are going to be able to suck away up to $10,000 in a catch-up contribution or 50% more than the standard catch-up contribution, whichever is greater. So big difference in catch-up contributions, Um, uh, more Roth savings opportunities. So as part of Secure Act 2.0, you can – Roth contributions – can be made, uh, but also now your employer can match, can put your match into the Roth as well. So that's a big, a big difference. Um, you know, mo- before when you, if you made a contribution to the Roth 401k, the employer match had to go into the traditional part of the 401k. Now the employer match can go into the Roth and match uh, you dollar for dollar for whatever the match is. So that's a big one. Uh, this is another big one. I know I'm going to do it for my kids. Um, you can now move 529. So 529s are college savings plans. If the money isn't used, uh, you can move that into a Roth IRA for the beneficiary. So I'll give you an example of my kids. Uh, starting in 2024, I'm allowed to move up to $35,000 for my son and my daughter uh, into a Roth IRA up to the contribution limits on an annual basis. So my, my son, assuming he has income, um, can contribute 6,500 bucks a year into a Roth IRA, uh, based on his income, assuming he has that much income. So he can contribute 6,500 into a Roth IRA. And so I'm just going to convert some of his 529 from the 529 into the Roth as a contribution. And it's a non-taxable event. Uh, those, Stipulation is you have to wait till 2024. You have to have had uh, the Roth, I mean, sorry, the 529 for at least 15 years. So in my son's case, he had it. He's had it for 15 years. And you can't move contributions that have been made within the last five years. Uh, so those are the stipulations. But it's a big one because a lot of people, you know, now can, um, you know, like in my case, I can set my kids up to uh, have uh, Roth IRA contributions um, from money that already exists that they're the beneficiaries of on their 529. So big, that's a big one in the 529. Uh, something tells me they're going to probably do away with that in the future because it's going to be a huge benefit and they're not going to get any taxes on that. On well, that and it'll disproportionately fall on the people that they want to not help. So, right. Uh, yeah. they, they don't, they don't want to help me. Believe me, they don't want to help me. No. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel I feel like I'm generous enough in my tax, my quarterly tax payments. But uh, this is one of those situations where I'm going to take advantage of it while it exists. Um, and so, and my kids will be the big beneficiaries of that. So, uh, those are some of the things in the Secure Act 2.0 that are going to have a material impact. Um, more to come, and it's not all really worked its way into the system yet, which is another funny thing. But it's it's law, so that's the the you know how U.S. government works. All right, if you want to take one of us up on a free retirement view, one of us, Josh or I, will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, your financial plan, your asset allocation, your portfolio, whatever you want to talk about. 
is fair game. So if you want to get one of those meetings scheduled, call our office. The number here is 800-743-0988. Or you can always go to our website, northwestquadrantwallet.com. Send us an email. Let us know you'd like a free retirement review. When we come back, we're going to talk about how many of you have gotten way more risk in your portfolio than probably should have. And so we want you to revisit that. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Oh, yes. Hi. Could I get a few more tiles for my room? To make a request, please press 1. Oh, um, no. I I just need some towels. I'm sorry. I didn't understand that. Please speak clearly next time. You cannot be serious. I'm sorry. I didn't understand that. Let's try this. To request room service, press 1. To request new bedding, press 2. To request more towels, press 3. You have requested more towels. To request Egyptian cotton, press 1. To request microfiber, press 2. To request organic cotton, press 3. Ugh, how long is this going to take? Aren't automated phone systems annoying? Even more so when you're dealing with something serious like your health plan. At Pacific Source Health Plans, you'll get human service. Trees, we'll answer your call with a real person who's ready to help. Would you like to upgrade to Zebra Print for a small fee? Pacific Source Health Plans, going beyond what's required to put members first. Visit PacificSourceMembersFirst.com. Today I'll get a workout in at the fitness center. Tomorrow maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool. It's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar. Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck. And after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free internet, covered parking, and my fur babies. Pets allowed. Stonebriar is currently accepting applications. Their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments. The best of resort living. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man aged 45 non-smoker can get a million dollars of coverage for $75 per month. Level rate for 10 years. Or a man aged 50 non-smoker can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right. Guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for a new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote. 800-786-9161. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 1-800-786-9161. Remember, 1-800-786-9161. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker rate class. Exam required to qualify. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully you're staying cool out there. If you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video. We talk about what's going on in the capital markets, especially as it relates to your money. Uh, So we do those in the middle and end of every month. Uh, They're called our e-newsletter. So if you want to get signed up for that, Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Just let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list. 
And that's the only thing that will send you. So this is kind of funny data. I mean, you can take you can take it for what it is. Uh, the bellwether Apple, obviously Apple, the company, closed out the first half of the year with a market cap above $3 trillion with a T. And to put that in perspective, most of the countries in the world, their GDP is less than $3 trillion. It's, 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 I mean, there's probably, what, 15 countries in the world with a GDP more than $3 trillion, and, and Apple's a, 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 you know, a company with a market cap of $3 trillion. Uh, it now has a 7.7%. percent there's not, there's, not, there's not even. There's six. Yeah. Okay. Even better. <laughs> but Apple now has a 7%, 7.7% weighting in the S&P 500. So just to, to explain that to you, the S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index, meaning the bigger you are as a company, the more influence you have on the index. So if you're a a billion dollar company, you'll have almost no influence on the performance in the market. If you're a three trillion dollar company, you influence the market by seven point seven percent. That's the largest ever for a single stock going back to 1980. Meaning, no company has ever come close to being that influential in the index in terms of the performance of the index. I mean, we're building ten percent, ten percent. of the index being Apple, which is just a, I mean, and Apple's a great business, and they 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 literally have a ca- a cash minting machine, I think, in their basement. They just go out and they fill up buckets of cash, and they bring it in and dump it, and go fill up more buckets of cash. And, and so, you know, Apple's a great business, but at three trillion dollars, you know, sizes becomes the anchor of performance. Uh, and if you look back over time, and you look at these companies that were the biggest companies in the S and P that didn't quite get to Apple size, but you look back. Uh, they're not in the top well, 10%. 10% we we know anymore. that the only way they grow earnings now is by buying back their own shares. But the other, you didn't mention this, you didn't mention the NASDAQ, but we actually had a crazy week this week in that uh, they had to do a special rebalance uh, of the NASDAQ because companies that had weightings of over 4.5% reached 52% of the index. <laughs> and so uh, that triggered their rebalancing rules, which meant they had to trim that back down to 48. So they took a, took a little bit of off the top of those uh, names that are eating the world. All right. And then also in the uh, housing market, we're seeing some obviously resiliency, especially in Central Oregon, but we're, I'm talking about nationally. At the end of 2022, all signs were pointing to a sharp decline in the uh, home prices with skyrocketing mortgage rates leading to a collapse in affordability. But that hasn't materialized with the Case-Shiller National Home Price Index less than 2%. It's, up below, it's just 2% below its all-time high. Obviously, what's happened? Well, demand um, collapse supplies as well, and the lack of inventory is supporting those higher prices. And obviously, inventories are really low. And the reason inventories are really low, there's a lot of reasons, but one of the biggest reasons is 62% of U.S. mortgage holders have a rate below 4%. 50% have a, a rate uh, around 3%. 92% of mortgage holders in the United States have a rate below 4%. And with current mortgage rates close to 7%, it's really hard to move. So if you have a mortgage of 2.75 and you are going to move and now your mortgage is going to be 7%, that changes your math dramatically from a cash flow standpoint. Um, so the only way to be able to do that is to be making a lot more money and, and that's not really happening. And so I think this the, the price of houses are going to stay relatively um, – they're going to be pretty robust, I think, because of this situation we find ourselves in. People just aren't moving, and so the inventory thing becomes a problem. Um, and so what I'm talking about is nationally. And so, you know, again, I would have agreed that if you told me that mortgage rates were going to more than double, house prices would have to come down for affordability reasons, but that hasn't happened. And uh, there's a lot of dynamics. And the, the reason these weird dynamics are happening, whether it's in the housing market, the stock market, or the bond market, is we have had uh, for 15 years unprecedented levels of government intervention in our markets. And now that is starting to unwind and we're seeing huge distortions because of it uh, is really the only explanation. I mean, you know, you can't say that you're going to have mortgage rates go up by 150% and that's not going to affect house prices. Historically, that would never have happened. Um, but because we had so much distortion for so long, we're getting weird things happening in all markets. Okay. Um, there was a really good article in the Wall Street Journal uh, around the 4th of July uh, entitled American retirees are investing more like 30 year olds. Um, and at Vanguard, 
uh, uh, one-fifth of the taxable brokerage accounts of investors 85 or older have nearly all of their money in stocks. And so what has happened, if you think about uh, going back to the global financial crisis, one of the ways that the Fed Reserve and the Treasury wanted to kickstart the U.S. economy was to create what we call the wealth effect. And so in order to do that, they needed people to buy risk assets. And so what they had to do was to bring uh, interest rates or returns on risk-free assets down to zero. So they said, okay, we're going to make we're going to keep lowering rates so that bank accounts, savings accounts, CDs, bonds, anything with a fixed payment um, that has historically been very safe, we're going to bring rates down so that those have a negative real return or their return uh, is essentially zero. Uh, and so what that forced people to do over the last 15 years and across all age groups is to go out on the risk spectrum. So, you know, historically, when you you had rates, let's say, on, on corporate bonds, high grade corporate bonds, uh, close to 6 percent or over 6 percent, people said, well, you know, I'm going to put half of my money in that, which is relatively safe, and the other half in a diversified stock portfolio. And my volatility in my portfolio is going to go way down, but I know I'm going to get 6% over here. Well, that 50% that you was getting 6%, the Fed made it so that you got zero. And so it forced people out the risk curve. And and now what's happened is is uh, so many people, retirees, uh, have way more risk in their portfolio than they really should have, especially – when you know when we have that next market sell off of forty or fifty percent, when we have a big market correction, it's going to cause them to do something that is going to be really detrimental uh, to their long term performance. And so, obviously, Josh and I are big proponents and big fans of the stock market's ability to compound over time. But we also know that people's behavior when stocks go down a lot. Uh, can be really bad for their portfolio returns and for their retirement. And so we think, you know, if you're listening to us right now, if you're one of these people that have their stock allocation has crept way, way up, you need to revisit that and look at, so do I rebalance some of that? Do I take some of that risk off the table? Because guess what? Now you can get over 5% in short U.S. government bonds that are, you know, tax-free on the state level. And so now there is an option. And so we understand why people didn't take the option that paid zero, but that's not paying zero anymore. It's not 6%, but it's over five. Uh, And so we think a lot of retirees and a lot of people that really have a low risk tolerance need to revisit their portfolios and say, wait, now stocks are up. This is maybe the time I should be doing it. Not when we see another 27% correction, but when we have uh, stocks up you know, 16 17 18% uh, in the market, you need to say to yourself, do I rebalance, take some risk off the table so that the next time we have a real significant correction, I don't do something stupid like panic and go to cash because that can have a huge influence. So uh, it's not just us saying it. The data proves it out that most people are taking way more risk. Uh, you know, Baby boomers and people over 65 are taking way more risk as a group than they ever have. And we think that's quite dangerous in what it means for your future returns. All right. If you'd like to be part of the show, if you have a question for us or a comment, call us 877-670-7117. You can always go to our website to send us an email, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about what role cash should play in your portfolio. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. of Oregon's wildfires are started by people. One careless spark can destroy all that we love. It doesn't take much for a wildfire to ignite and spread quickly across our state's beautiful landscape. Everyday activities like mowing your grass or driving your car can spark a wildfire. Be extra careful this summer. Check weather conditions, follow posted fire restrictions, and keep fire tools on hand to be able to extinguish sparks or fires quickly. Go to KeepOregonGreen.org to learn how you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the Keep Oregon Green Association, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. 
Hi, it's Mike for Highline Homes, and summertime brings a whole new appreciation of what a brand new, custom-built Highline home can do for you and your family. There are the benefits of air conditioning, quality insulation, and windows. We've had a couple winters and hot summers. I'm very impressed with the insulation. Winter, it stays warm, and in the summertime, when it's really hot, it stays nice and cool. It's really impressive. Then there's the perfect outdoor living space to create all of those summertime memories. We have a really nice back porch, um, and the kids love it. The kids have had people over for bonfires and stuff outside. It is nice, yeah. I'm on five acres out here, and it's fun to be back there. You want to be there. You want to entertain and, and hang out. It's nice. And did you know that Highline Homes approved lenders have 100% financing offers, so that down payment does not have to be an obstacle like it might be with other options. They build a very high-quality, good home. See plans, photos, virtual tours, and more right now at HighlineHomes.com. Oregon, CCB 1810069. Highline Homes. On your lot, on time, they'll ride. It's fishing season, Central Oregon. Guy's season at Finn and Firefly Shop is in full swing, and we're accepting bookings for Lower Deschutes River float trips. If you're new to fly fishing or an experienced angler, you'll enjoy a full day floating the scenic Deschutes River and fishing for feisty redside trout. This is definitely a trip you won't forget. So book online at finandfire.com or swing into the shop and schedule your trips today. As the summer approaches, look no further than Fin and Fire for everything you need for fly fishing. We have complete fly rod packages starting at $198 and you won't find a larger wader selection anywhere else in Central Oregon. From Sims, Patagonia, Squala, Grundens, and Orvis, we have the waders and boots you're looking for this season to get you into the river. So swing into the shop and talk with our experienced Fin and Fire staff to get the latest fishing reports and have us steer you in the right direction on your next river outing. Fin and Fire on Highway 97 in Redmond or shop with us anytime at finandfire.com. Well, I did it. I'm Leslie James, and you've been hearing me talk about my journey to reverse my osteoporosis for a couple of years now with OsteoStrong in Bend. I joined the OsteoStrong program and followed their advice, and according to my latest bone scan, I am osteoporosis-free. I am living proof that it is possible with patience and dedication and my membership to OsteoStrong. Try it yourself. Mention you heard OsteoStrong on the radio and save 50% off your first month. Be better. Call OsteoStrong today. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man aged 45 non-smoker can get a million dollars of coverage for $75 per month. Level rate for 10 years. Or a man aged 50 non-smoker can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right. Guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for a new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote. 800-786-9161. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 1-800-786-9161. Remember, 1-800-786-9161. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker rate class. Exam required to qualify. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli. And we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful but steamy Pacific Northwest. We appreciate you listening to our radio show. Uh, so the Social Security Administration uh, does, you know, looks at data on people that are collecting Social Security all the time. They have obviously a ton of data. Um, and this data goes back to 2021. In 2021, nearly 3.2 million retired workers began receiving their monthly Social Security benefits. So in 2021, 3.2 million people started to get to collect Social Security. Uh, and here's the percentage of breakdown of the ages at which those retirees chose to file their claim. Um, this excludes the 400 or so thousand workers whose disability benefits automa automatically converted. So obviously, if you're getting a disability benefit, you're probably going to be younger. Um, so uh, full retirement age, just to remind people for that group, is 66 years and 10 months. So 
the amount of people in that 3.2 million age 62 that claimed at 62, <clears throat> 30% of the people, crazy. Age 63 was 7%, 64 was 8, age 65 was 12, age 66 was 25%, so that's good. Age 67 was 3.9%, age 68, 2.3, um, <clears throat> age 70, <clears throat> excuse me, was 9% of the people. Got and it. so what's crazy to us is those people that claimed at 62, um, of course, some people had some good reasons, but most didn't, of course. And and it's the most popular age is, is 62. <clears throat> it's just crazy to us because you're, the, the difference in income that you're going to get between 62 and 70 is a huge amount, and it's for the rest of your life. So, you know, Josh and I wholeheartedly believe in a strategy where you – um, you use some of your retirement assets uh, at a higher withdrawal rate than you normally would to get to delaying your Social Security, and then you can decrease the amount you're taking from your retirement assets so that you have a lifetime income that is higher by delaying your Social Security. Too many people are taking Social Security at 62, and a lot of those people are taking it because they say that it's not going to be there. The government going <laughs> to take it. That's just ridiculous. There's, the, nobody, No politician on the planet can touch Social Security and have it. Uh, go through as as new law. Um, and then before we talk about uh, cash in your portfolio, tearing down the wall of worry, 20, the 27% market decline uh, from January 4th of 2022 to October 13th uh, featured a wall of worry that was a mile high. And this is all things that people were legitimately scared about. Um, we had sky high inflation. We had rapidly rising interest rates. We had the Fed tightening, obviously, uh, not just interest rates at the Fed funds level, but you know they were selling bonds. Uh, the, we had the war in the Ukraine, and then everybody was worried about a recession. Um, strategists were predicting a down year for stocks in 2023. Almost every strategist on Wall Street which is rare because Wall Street's perennially bullish. Um, and what actually transpired? Well, we've had one of the best starts to the year in history. And so that just reminds you that, um, you know, all of those things would have made you sure and made all these Wall Street strategists sure that we're going to have a down year for stocks. And we still could. I mean, not here to say that we, but, you know, we've seen a, a just, a, you know, the 12th best year uh, to the 12th best start to a year in the stock market's history, um, which none of those people would have predicted. I'm sure of it. Okay, so what role should cash play in your portfolio? Because we know, and when we say cash, I don't mean like cash that you have in your wallet or you know that you'd go get at the bank. I mean cash like in a money market or a checking account or or some some interest bearing account that a dollar today is going to be a dollar tomorrow. So a very safe uh, account, but it's still. Um, it's still considered cash, meaning you can write a check against it, those kind of things. We don't mean actual paper dollar bills. Um, but I guess you can have some of those in your safe if you want. We've come a long way since uh, Davos back in 2021 when Ray Dalio said, infamously said, cash is trash. Ray Dalio, he's just really good at making Rod Dalio rich. Uh, so here's the, here's the important thing about cash uh, uh, and the most important thing in a financial plan, and that is your emergency fund, right? So everybody's emergency fund needs to be different size, but the important thing and the important part of an emergency fund is that, um, you know, when the emergency in your life comes up, new transmission in your car, new roof, uh, whatever it might be, you know, healthcare, something healthcare related, um, that you have the money available so that you don't have to borrow the money or raid one of your retirement accounts where the penalties are very steep. And so emergency funds, you know, for Josh and I, because we have little kids and families and our spouses don't work and we own a business, our emergency fund is going to be bigger um, than somebody who might be works for the state of Oregon, for example. But everybody should have at least, and I say at least, six months worth of your living expenses in one of these emergency funds where it's cash or near cash uh, so that if one of those things happens in life that you don't have to borrow the money to pay for it. Uh, which can create another vicious cycle or raid one of your retirement accounts. So emergency funds can be from six months to some people, depending on your level of conservatives, how conservative you are, out to two years. Mine's probably more than that. Um, but again, you know, own a business. I get paid last, all that sort of stuff. And so uh, that's that's when we think of cash, there's where it plays the most important role in your portfolio is in that emergency fund so that 
the rest of your portfolio can be invested appropriately for your situation in life. Um, the next, the next, the way that we think about it is, um, you, you know, so you have your emergency fund that you're not going to touch except for emergencies, and then you have your retirement portfolio. And so all of you that are retired and taking income from your retirement portfolio, whether it be your taxable account or your IRAs, your authorized, wherever you're taking it from, um, you need to have a certain amount of years worth of your income in very safe investments. And so, you know, in my life, I think of if I were to buy a six month or shorter U.S. Treasury, I think of that as cash as well, because I know if I need to sell it, it's not going to fluctuate a whole bunch in that period. Uh, it could, but it's it, so I think of cash or near cash investments. So I think of those as near cash investments. But our our clients that are retired, um, we have for most of them five years worth of their income in these cash or near cash investments, short-term U.S. treasuries, such that uh, we have a place to go if stocks are down like they were last October. So when Josh is raising cash for our clients that need that monthly income and stocks are down 27% from their all-time high, he's not forced to sell stocks, which are down a bunch. He can just get that money from bonds, which are actually up in value to continue to sell uh, to continue to provide those clients with that monthly income. So why do we pick five years? Well, if you go back to the global financial crisis, which was one of the worst market sell-offs in anybody's lifetime, 50, 58% or so on the S&P, from peak, the peak in 2007 back to the peak again, it was five years. And that was a really sort of, for most people, once-in-a-lifetime uh, type correction. And so uh, for those of those, pe- those people that had that five years worth of their income in cash, we were never forced to sell stocks during that period. So that what could the stock part of their portfolio do? It could recover um, and then provide that growth out into the future. We never, you never as as an investor um, that is retired or otherwise want to be forced to sell a risk asset when it is down because then you eliminate its ability to recover. And so that is that's the other place that cash or near cash should be is in those short-term funding buckets. We talk about them as if they're buckets uh, in your retirement account, so that you're never forced to sell their stock portfolio. So you know, there's all of these other strategies, annuities, all this other BS that people try to sell you as a as a retirement strategy. But we just think this is the ultimate way to go about doing it because you're never forced to sell stocks when they're down. You can still own really tax efficient, low cost investments that are going to do really well over time because their fees are so much lower than all this other junk that's being peddled to you, alternative investments, all this other junk. Um, and over time, you're going to come out way ahead. But cash, you know, people say, well, why would you own, own cash? You know, finally, we're getting some return on our cash, but cash is really important. The other thing I'd tell you about cash, ask Warren Buffett this, cash is worth a lot when other Other people people need need it. it. (laughs) So if you go back to the global financial crisis or any sort of period when we are seeing markets lock up and people need cash, having cash, you can get a lot for that cash if other people need it desperately. That's what's made Buffett a genius. But even at your level, if you have cash, you can reinvest. Definitely didn't get there in 2022. Not yet, but we shall see. At some point again in our in our future, it's going to happen. In our career. All right. If you'd like to be part of the program, you have a question or a comment for us, give us a call, 877-670-7117, or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we'll tackle some of your emails. Stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 
beautifully kept landscaping. Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows Townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Have you ever wondered about the difference between top brands like Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and the number one ranked Sealy Hybrid Mattress? Would you like to compare the sleep benefits of those top brands to all-natural mattress options like Posh & Lavish or even organic latex and two-sided mattresses? The sleep experts at Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture have decades of experience in helping people sleep well. Their experience will help guide you through the maze of mattress styles, comfort, and support now available in town or online. In about an hour, Cascade Mattress takes the time to help you narrow it down to the best options within your budget. Find locally owned and operated Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture in the Bend Factory Stores, right next to Nike and Columbia. Everyday value warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress. Online at CascadeMattress.com or call 541-678-REST. With prices going up everywhere on everything, it's nice to know there is still one place that offers the same low prices. Costless carpet stores are fully stocked. This means your dollar goes farther on items like luxurious vinyl and laminate flooring. Check out our new lines of tile made in the USA, plus marble, granite, and quartz slabs. And of course, all of the latest styles and colors of carpet. See for yourself at your inflation fighter. Costless carpet. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Less money for the exact same thing. Hope this is clear enough. Consumer Cellular, when freedom calls, they're here to answer. Switch today and get a second month of service for free. Go to ConsumerCellular.com slash free month and enter promo code free month. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 5 gigabyte data plan and unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Promotion subject to terms and conditions. You can't usually spot cancer yourself. That's what makes melanoma different. It stands out. Melanoma is the skin cancer you can spot with your own eyes. I'm Dr. Sancy Leachman, and studies show the survival rate for melanoma is 99% when treated early. Melanoma stands out. You could spot cancer. Don't wait another day. Learn more at StartSeeingMelanoma.com. That's StartSeeingMelanoma.com. your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. So, uh, obviously we've seen the Fed being pretty aggressive about raising interest rates over the last year. And, and a little bit, um, but I'm looking at a chart that's looking at different asset class performance um, over the last four rate hiking cycles going back from ni to 1999-2000, the 04 through 06, and then the 2015 through 2018, and then, of course, someone went through right now. And historically, you're like, okay, well, in a rate hiking cycle, is there some asset class that traditionally does well? And um, the ones that you think might do well or, or might not do well, uh, it's not always the case. And every single time, uh, a different asset class led the way. Uh, and, you know, so that's another reason, and I'm bringing it up, because diversification is sort of the only free lunch in the investment business, owning different asset classes that aren't correlated, meaning they don't trade together, um, because 
you know, nobody, and I, I, I emphasize nobody out there knows what's going to happen in the short term uh, with markets. And then they also can't predict what part of the market is going to do the best. And so that's why uh, having a truly diversified portfolio uh, is sort of the only free lunch in the investment world. Okay, let's tackle some email questions. We got an email from a Richard B. Uh, I assume he's in Ben because his email is Ben Broadman. Uh, and the email goes, I, I got a confirmation of a stock trade from my account. Can you explain what the following meant on the confirmation? So he got a trade confirmation from, I guess his advisor bought a stock in his account. Uh, the first thing is discretion is exercised. And then the second thing is we make a market in this security. Uh, and then Richard says, my representative could not explain it. Thank you. So uh, here's the deal. Uh, discretion is exercised mean, means that your advisor, you sign an advisor agreement that gives your advisor the ability to buy and sell securities in your account. Uh, and, and he or she can decide when that's going to happen in line with your risk tolerance. So when you signed up uh, and opened an account uh, and opened this discretionary investment account, um, you you came up with some level of risk, meaning you were a growth and income portfolio or growth portfolio or some sort of uh, agreement that, it, uh, that you have some level of risk. And so your advisor has discretion to put buy and sell securities in your portfolio based on that predetermined level of risk that you both agreed to, whether you agreed to it or not, uh, knowingly is a different story. Um, and so they have the discretion to do that. They can't take money out of your account. They can't put money into your account. Uh, they just have the discretion to be able to know when to buy and sell and what to buy and sell along those lines. And so that's what that discretion means. Uh, the we make a market in the security is a little bit different in that um, they are, are a market maker, meaning they uh, create an orderly market for this security. So they are the they are they have agreed to provide a certain amount of liquidity, meaning buy a certain amount of shares or sell a certain amount of shares uh, at wherever the market is. And so they that's what's called a market maker. And so you, good, there's a good chance, Richard, that your account is at a big national firm because you know. Josh and I aren't going to be market makers. That's not something we want any part of. Uh, and so big national firms have the market makers at different exchanges that are making markets in these different securities. Um, there's a good chance that uh, because they're market maker in the security, they also probably do investment banking for this company. So what I would say about this in my sort of radar goes off is um, this, this security might have made it into your portfolio, not because maybe it was the best for you, but because your firm has a relationship with the company that you uh, either bought or sold. And so uh, that's why Josh and I like to eliminate those kind of um, those uh, conflicts of interest. I'm not saying that this is absolutely a conflict of interest. This isn't a huge red flag. I just wouldn't want to uh, have my money manager also making a market in the securities that I might be buying or selling uh, because there's another chance for them to make a profit on that. The more activity, market makers make money. They take little little skim uh, on that pr difference between the bid and the ask, meaning the buyer or the sell. Um, and so there's another chance for you, the firm that your account is at, to make money if you trade that security. If you trade a security that they're not making a market in, they're not going to get that extra bit of juice. And so uh, the, the thing that I also find really confusing <laughs> is that your advisor can explain what that is. Um, I mean, you could have Googled it. So could have he or she. It's just weird to me that they were able to pass their li licensing exams. Well, they're that. not. They're not the one exercising discretion. Obviously, it's being exercised by the the firm that's managing the money. But to to, to be in our business and pass yeah. the licensing exams that we have to pass and not understand what a market making a, a market is that's or a rough one. or a discretion, Richard, I would say your advisor doesn't know what they're doing, and so that's a whole different conversation if they don't know those simple things. All right, we got another email from. Terry, uh, my wife and I are both 65 years old. She will retire this year, and I'll work until I'm 67. We will get about 42,000 from Social Security, and we have about a million dollars in our investments. Uh, we need $90,000 a year to live. Is that doable? So, um, obviously, you're both going to get a combined income from Social Security of 42,000, and then you have to say, okay, um, at you know. It, how much income can my portfolio provide? Josh and I like to stick to the 4% rule. 
Uh, and the 4% rule says that, you know, statistically a 65-year-old couple with a balanced portfolio, 60% stocks, 40% bonds, can take out about 4% per year from their portfolio, adjust the withdrawal rate up for whatever the inflation rate is every year. And statistically, going back over history, your money's going to last you 35 plus years. And so that's the, that's, you know, it's not a hard and fast rule. It's not, if you take 4%, that doesn't mean you're going to be guaranteed not to run out of money. Uh, but, you know, that comes from 100, over 100 years of regression analysis, looking at the market, including the Great Depression and all sorts of market environments. And that has held up. Does, again, it's not a promise that it's going to hold up in the future, uh, but that's where we start. And so, um, Terry, if you take the 42000 uh, that you're going to get from Social Security and then you take your million dollars that you have in your investments and you take 4%, that's forty thousand dollars. That gets you to eighty-two. It doesn't get you to ninety. I don't know if you know you're looking at ta- after-tax, pre-tax, you know, yeah, all that, all those sort of things. Gross versus net. Um, but that, that that's where you at. Is that ninety thousand a gross number? Hopefully it is. You can get close. Uh, you can take the risk and say, okay, um, we're going to take more um, when when we are younger, and knowing that when we get older. Uh, we're not going to be taking as much. I don't know that I'd uh, play that Russian roulette. The other thing is, is, is uh, Terry, has you thought about delaying, hopefully you haven't taken Social Security, delaying taking Social Security, uh, take more from your retirement assets, maybe work a year longer. All of the things that you can change, like working a year longer changes the math dramatically. Delaying Social Security changes how much you're going to get from Social Security. If you both can wait till let's say, 68 to take your Social Security, you're going to get a lot more fixed income, probably closer to $50,000 a year. And then your portfolio uh, can support that 4% withdrawal rate. So there are things you can do, Terry. They're probably not what you want to hear, but I would either work a little bit longer or delay taking Social Security. All right, that's our show this week. We appreciate you spending some of your time with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show, Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.